because honestly, like six years ago when I was pregnant with Kate, we know this wasn't talked about. So, you know, and like, so yes, I did. I have an active and, you know, I was, I was active. I was lifting weights. I was strengthening, but focusing on core breathing and pelvic floor work was not something people were talking about. So now that you know, like I would train so differently now if I was pregnant than how I trained six years ago. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. Today, you are getting Bailey and myself, right, Mm -hmm. babe? Yes, yes. It's just us. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we we get this question so much, and we've seen it a lot lately. Um, It's been a hot topic when we post about it. We see lots of things on it, and so we decided, why not do an episode on it? Um, So today, we want to answer the question, can you avoid ab separation? So you know, to hear the answer, you're going to have to stick with us. Let's be serious. (laughs) I'm not going to just jump in and tell you. No, no, Um, no. No. So yeah. So we're just going to kind of talk about what it is and if it's something that you can prevent. Uh, So let's just jump right in. Um, What is ab separation? Let's talk about that first. So ab separation, also called diastasis recti, I'm sure you see posts on this all the time, Mm -hmm. um, is basically separation of your rectus abdominis muscles. So those are the two they're like band, they run vertical on both sides. So you have two of them down the middle of your um, core or your abs. Um, and there's a little connective tissue called the linea alba. And that tissue stretches during pregnancy. Um, believe it or not, actually, this doesn't just happen during pregnancy. Um, uh, separation can occur in men. It can happen in children. But of course, most frequently, it happens during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as Bailey is currently experiencing. <laughs> My linea alba is very stretched right now. <laughs> Bailey's linea alba has, is definitely stretched. I don't right know now. how it's going to stretch for five more weeks either. I'm like, it's going to snap. It feels like it's going to snap. It really does. I don't know. For those of you who are pregnant out there, especially Bailey's at the end, what week are you now? 35. 35. She's five 35 weeks. weeks pregnant. Yeah, those last, those last weeks feel like there's no way it can stretch anymore. And yet it does. It's pretty amazing when you actually like stop and think about it that it's like insane that yes, I mean, it can be painful with like round ligament, I guess, but it's not like this. Excru- I mean, I guess for maybe some people it could be excruciating pain depending on the person, but it's crazy that it can do so much in such a short amount of time and be somewhat decently not painful. <laughs> I know <laughs> that it makes is. sense. It, it does make sense. And it's absolutely crazy. I completely agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously during pregnancy, um, now I'll, you know, newsflash, you cannot prevent this as Bailey is experiencing. Mm-hmm. There is no way to prevent this from happening. And you know what, to be honest, you wouldn't want think, it. To. No, think about how amazing that is. Like for a second, don't think about bringing your core back together or all the things that as women, we tend to focus on. Think about the fact that we grow an actual human. And in order to do that, our body can stretch and bend and move organs to form a tiny human. It's pretty I mean, crazy. It's crazy. And so like, if you can 
you know, you need to focus on that point because, you know, I, as Bailey, you're experiencing and we all, anyone who's had a baby, it's, it is your body changes. And I, I completely understand it. But when you focus on that one fact, it is pretty amazing. It really is. I totally agree. So, yeah. So, you know, you can't prevent it. It's going to happen. But there are things you can do to minimize how much it separates. Now, as Bailey and I always say, we can't promise anything. Every pregnancy mm-hmm. is different. Every body type is different. So the degree to which your abs are going to separate, yes, you can control it. We're going to talk through a little bit things. But at the end of the day, everyone's different. We can't make any promises based on the size of your baby, um, your how your muscle tissue is. Like there's just no, there's no way you can predict it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can reduce the pressure. So that's stretching minus the fact that this baby is stretching it for you. <laughs> any, any extra pressure you put on your abdominal wall stretches it, you know, a little bit more. So mm-hmm. what we want to talk about, and Bailey's going to kind of tell us, you know, there are things you can do during pregnancy to minimize app separation. So Bailey, why don't you kind of talk through things you, they can do to kind of minimize it? Yeah, definitely. So like Carrie mentioned, you can't avoid app ab separation during pregnancy. And, you know, like we just said, you wouldn't want to because that's how you're, you grow a child, how you grow a human and how your belly stretches to create room for that human. So it's actually a good thing. However, we do want to try to minimize it as much as possible. So there are things that you can do during your pregnancy to help um, minimize the ab separation. And if you follow us on social media, or if you've listened to any of our past on uh, pregnancy, we're probably talking about deep core breathing. Um, we talk, this is probably the number one thing we talk about when it comes yeah. to uh, pre and postnatal exercise, um, simply just because one, it's super important for many reasons, but it's truly the foundation of every single thing that we do both pre and postnatal. So um, during pregnancy, focusing on 360 breathing, which is what we call it, which is also known as diaphragmatic breathing. breathing. Um, Essentially, it is focusing on the deep core muscles. So the transverse abdominis, which is basically the deep core muscle that kind of wraps around your entire trunk. Um, We're focusing in on that and the breathing mechanism to really knit everything together, but also strengthen your core and your pelvic floor. So if you can visualize this for a second, go ahead and bring your hands around your rib cage, your thumbs and back. You want to take a big deep breath in through your nose. Make sure that your shoulders aren't rising. Think about breathing into your belly and then allowing that belly to expand all around your rib cage. And then exhale through your mouth and then draw your navel in and lift your pelvic floor. Now, if you're like, wait, what is she talking about lifting my pelvic floor? We have many videos of this on yes. our Instagram, Fit Mama in 30. Um, Carrie actually just did a really great IGTV series on this as well. Um, but we want to focus in on that deep core breathing, not only during exercise. So we always say, you know, you know, inhale on um, the movement and then exhale on the effort. So the hardest part, we're focusing on 360 breathing during exercise, but also just throughout your normal day, your activities of daily living, which is what we like to call it, making sure you're not holding your breath um, because that creates more excess pressure, which like Carrie mentioned, the more pressure, um, the greater risk of a greater diastasis or ab separation. Um, So just even throughout your, you know, 
your day, you want to think about proper breathing and those deep core breathing too. So core breathing, super important. Again, making sure that you're doing it both during exercise, but also just throughout your day. And I practice this probably five to 10 times, if not more throughout my day, just because it also helps with um, pushing too. So you're really focusing in and tuning into those deep core muscles. So core breathing is one way that we can reduce the um, or minimize the severity of the abseparation. And then the next is avoiding or modifying certain exercises. So like Carrie mentioned, anytime you're putting excess pressure to your core, that is not good for your core, for your abs. It's going to, if you do it over and over again, probably create a worse separation. So there are some specific exercises that do need modified or regress, such as planks and push-ups. So again, we say this a lot, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So yes, could, you know, do we think that you could probably do push-ups on your toes? You know, absolutely. Yes, you can. Um, But (laughs) yeah, planks, same type of thing. Yes, you probably can. But that is just wreaking havoc on your core. Um, So we do want to modify those. So maybe it's, you know, dropping down to your knees and then doing the push up or then doing them on an incline, anything that's going to reduce that pressure, you, you just don't want your belly hanging you know, where it's facing the floor because all of that pressure is going straight to your core, which again, not a good thing. So we do want to avoid those certain exercises um, like that simply for that reason. And then finally, and, you know, we've talked about this in the past, but simple things throughout your day, like getting out of bed, um, you know, making sure that you're maintaining neutral alignment, which we've talked about multiple times through, you know, different podcasts and on social Yeah. Um, But a lot of people, you know, kind of just spring out of bed. Again, that's just too much pressure on your core. So you want to roll over on your side, you know, make sure your kind of knees are together and then use your hand to press yourself up and then use two feet to stand up. Um, So again, this is just taking that extra pressure off the core. This is kind of the same thing when you're getting out of your car. You don't want to just step with one leg to get out. You want to use both. That's going to help reduce any pelvic pain too, but also reduce that excess pressure. And then also, again, just maintaining neutral alignment. Your shoulders stacked in line with your hips, hips in line with your knees, knees in line with your toes. Um, just making sure that you have that nice neutral alignment, that you're not twisting, your shoulders aren't, you know, in disassociation with your hips. Again, that's just going to create uh, less pressure throughout your core, which is, again, going to help minimize that ab separation. So there's I know that seems like a lot, but once you actually think about it first, you know, realize what 360 breathing is and and focusing in on that and then focusing in on neutral alignment, you start to think about it a little bit more throughout your day. And that's something that I've been really um, cognizant about during this pregnancy is trying my best not to add so much extra pressure because I don't want, who does? I don't, I don't want, you know, a worse ab separation. Like Carrie mentioned, nothing is guaranteed, but the more that you practice something, you know, typically the better the outcome. And this is something that we go into such, such great detail about in our prenatal program. Um, like I said, 360 breathing, neutral alignment, literally the foundation 
on every single thing we do. And it's in our, um, the very first thing in our foundation section. Again, that's why it's in the foundation section because it's so important to lay that good foundation. So yeah, that is, you know, kind of the main things you want to look out for to really help kind of minimize that ab separation. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that was awesome. I I feel like that. that was good. <laughs> well, thank you. That was like a very, that was like very, <laughs> if you, if you, if you can't tell, this is what I've been thinking about over the All past, time. you know, eight months. ish. <laughs> <laughs> what it's, it's For- awesome because honestly, like six years ago when I was pregnant with Kate, we know this wasn't talked about. So, mm-hmm. you know, and like, so yes, I, did I have an active and, you know, I was, I was active. I was lifting weights. I was strengthening, but focusing on core breathing and pelvic floor work was not something people were talking about. So now that, you know, like I would train so differently now if I was pregnant than how I trained six years ago, mm-hmm. just with the, the information that has come, you know, oh. out since then. I mean, there's it's just, it's, it's night and day. I mean, if I didn't go through, you know, the pre and postnatal um, certification and then, you know, doing our program right now, like I am, you, I can guarantee you, I would be doing pushups on my toes, planking totally. on my toes because that's just, you know, I'm kind of, I'm competitive with myself and I'm like, I don't care if I'm, you know, pregnant, I'm going to do it. That's just like my mindset. Yeah. Um, but it just, now that I know this, it's like, wow, that one totally makes sense. Um, and two, like, I know so many people who have had issues because, you know, later on greater diastasis than they did even during pregnancy because they were doing things um, like that, you know, because they could and they honestly just didn't know. No one told them. So I totally agree. It's so different now. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome that we have that information programs that now specialize in it. Mm -hmm. And, And one thing I'll say, too, is like, make sure that you are getting your information from people who are credible. You've heard that we had a whole entire podcast about this. Um, you know, just making sure that you're getting your information about pre and postnatal exercise and nutrition from people that are um, able to talk about it. Because I even just a couple of days ago shared um, a blogger with Carrie, who's currently pregnant, who has like millions of followers, who's doing jump squats <laughs> and she's yeah. like, well, and I think she's at the beginning of her third trimester. So she has like a very noticeable belly. Um, and I just was like, oh my goodness, this is just not, she shouldn't be sharing this because this is not right. And she's like, save for later. And then you see all the comments and it's like, oh, I'm going to do this later. I'm, you know, 25 weeks pregnant. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> please no, please don't. You're going to, you're causing yourself so much um, greater risk than you actually are doing good. So true. Well, yeah. So that's, you know, like what we just talked about, obviously we can't guarantee it, but there are things you can do to train while, while you're pregnant to, you know, minimize the separation. But the other thing comes into healing it. So, um, we're not going to go into detail on this, but I did want to mention, you know, healing postpartum has to be the focus. You know, you've, you've trained through labor You've delivered this beautiful, healthy baby. And I know like the first thing, one of the first thoughts that come through, I mean, it was definitely through mine is like, okay, what are we going to do now to bounce back? Right. And mm-hmm. we just have to get out of that mindset. I totally get it. But we just have, we really have to focus on recovery. It's, it's that time to recover your body. You just for nine months, you know, 35 plus pounds you, that is a heavy toll, not just the pregnancy, but then also the late, you just labor and delivery. 
that's a major, major, and you know, vaginally or C-section, those are major, either a, you know, a surgery, um, or just a, I mean, that's a serious physically active activity of delivering a baby. So taking those moments to heal your pelvic floor and your core prior to getting back into these exercises is equally as important is training the proper way during pregnancy. And we, you know, that's why we start our postpartum program starts with core recovery. There are things you can do. Not not a lot of things because you, again, you're supposed to be resting for those, you know, six to eight weeks until you're cleared, but there are core breathing, just like Bailey talked about this core breathing we're talking about that starts postpartum too. Um, within a couple of weeks, um, you know, these are things you can do sitting on your couch, nursing, or just holding your baby to just start engaging those ab muscles again and working on that pelvic floor, starting to heal your body. Um, and then we follow that same progression model. So we, we recover the core, we heal the pelvic floor, and then we gradually build. So instead of just jumping back into it, that's the other thing Bailey and I see so much. It's like these postpartum programs and it's just jumping into things just, and you know, like, or people who just decide to start running at six weeks because they were cleared. We totally get, you can like, like mamas, we get it. You guys are strong. We totally understand it. And we know you're eager, but if you don't take the time to recover and start doing these core breathing and pelvic floor week work, you will regret it so much. Like Bailey said, you know, six months, a year down the line, you will still have this ab separation or low back pain or incontinence issues because we've just jumped right back into it. Mm -hmm. And I think too, you know, a lot of women just like we mentioned, don't know about this. Like, you know, they go to their doctor, they're cleared for exercise. Well, they don't really define exercise. I mean, they might, and some doctors might say, yeah, you're good, you know, to run, go for it. But what we know is that's really not the case. You really do have to focus on healing first so that you don't have all these issues. Incontinence is one that I kind of want to bring up because a lot of women, I think, just think that's part of having a child. And while it's definitely very common, it's not necessarily normal, normal. you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's become so normalized. People just think, oh, I had a baby. This is what happens. It doesn't have to be that way. Totally agree. That's yeah. Normalizing it. Cause that's, and you know, it's, it's one thing to joke cause we do, because yes, like making uncomfortable things and feeling like, you know, you don't want to feel like you're the only one having that issue, but we also are here to say, you shouldn't be having that issue. You don't have mm-hmm. to live the rest of your life with that issue, which is why we are so adamant about re- that recovery and training the proper way and following that progression model versus just saying, all right, six to eight weeks, let's just go jump back into whatever we were doing. Mm-hmm. For exactly. Sure. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of obvious benefit to focusing in on not only during pregnancy, but after pregnancy too, that healing. Cause again, you don't want to just jump right into doing what you were doing prior to becoming pregnant. Once you're cleared by your doctor, it has to be a progression, but even before you start lifting weights or even before you start running again, you have, you really should, I shouldn't say you have, but you should really be focusing on healing your core, your pelvic floor. So you don't have these, these issues later on. Yeah. Lingering issues. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before, but Carrie, you can attest that you had low back pain in the moment you started doing deep core breathing exercises and, you know, core work exercises and holds it got a lot better. Didn't it? 
it was completely different. Like that's my abs. And like, you know, my abs looked normal. Like I looked like I was back in shape. I was lifting weights. Everything was fine. My only, my only symptom of, I couldn't figure out was like this low back pain. And I was like, all right, you know, yeah, I've been a gymnast my whole life, but like, this is crazy. Like to have this kind of low back pain. So when Bailey and I got certified, we put together that core, reco- like a core recovery course. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I, if I'm going to do this, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> if I'm going to preach it, I need to actually actively do it. So I did the core recovery course and I haven't had low back pain since. So I don't, I think that's, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, no. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think like so many women, you know, think like, oh, I, you know, I, I look kind of like I did before. Like, even if you do like your, um, you know, finger test where you're doing like the diastasis recti test and everything seems, you know, knitted together and together, you can't see your pelvic floor unless you're going to like a pelvic floor physical therapist who is truly, you know, giving you some type of exam. So a lot of people don't think about their pelvic floor being part of their core when really your entire core is your entire trunk of your body, including the four corners of your pelvic floor. So a lot of times if you're not focusing on that pelvic floor, but everything looks, you know, together. And even if you do the DR test and it's, you know, all the abs seem knitted together doesn't necessarily mean that you're in the clear. That's why you have to focus on everything kind of as this whole body, whole core approach. Yeah, I agree. So we hope you found this helpful. This is, you know, quicker of an episode today, but we definitely want to make sure that we answer any questions that you guys have. So if you have any specific questions, as always, please, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can send us an email at coaches at fitmamaand30.com. You can also, we're very active on social media. You can find us on Instagram at fitmamaand30.com. That's F-I-T-M-A-M-A-I-N-3-0. And we'd be happy to answer any questions that you guys have. If you're thinking about, you know, our core recovery course or our postnatal course, um, or even pre and postnatal, you know, if you're finding this, you know, prior to giving birth, um, please feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to answer any questions that you have. Um, as far as, you know, further information on pre and postnatal, we do have information on our Instagram too, on IGTV, on reels. So there's a, there's lots of videos, lots of of different things there. Um, (laughs) we've talked about it a lot, even on this podcast, we have, you know, we talked about incontinence issues with a pelvic floor physical therapist. So we have a lot of free information. Um, but if you really want to dive deeper and really get to the focus of any, you know, issues that you might be having, then we would highly recommend looking into our programs, um, simply just because we've both gone through them in different ways. I'm not quite Mm -hmm. at the postpartum point (laughs) just yet, but I am doing, um, the prenatal program. I'm in the, the lit training birth prep. And I do have to say that, you know, I am very blessed and very thankful that my pregnancy has been somewhat, um, of an easy pregnancy. I, I don't even like to say that just because I know for a lot of women that that's simply not the case, but I do give credit to doing this program because I feel like I've been able to keep up my strength. I've had, um, a lot, I think less aches and pains because of it as well. I mean, not entirely, believe me, that (laughs) pain is something else. It's real. (laughs) But, um, yeah, we just definitely encourage you to check it out. And like I said, we, you know, 
answer any questions that you have. But if you would like to love on this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. Um, That just helps other mamas find us and learn how to embrace the mess lives, um, you know, learn information about pre and postnatal health, exercise, nutrition. So please, please, please do that. We would be forever grateful. And I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add before we go? No, I think what it said too. All right. Well, we hope you have an amazing day and as always, um, embrace the messy and until next time. Bye mamas. Bye mamas.